How to bring more positive energy to the office. According to a recent study cited by Harvard Business Review, positive teams are more productive. Productive team is obviously something to shoot for as the leader. More gets done. Hopefully more gets done in a shorter amount of time. Things are more efficient, goals are hit, and the team is happy. As the leader, it's your responsibility to do what you can to influence positivity in the office. Not sure how to do that? Here are some tips for fostering that kind of positivity that will lead to improvement in your working situation. Number one, deal with ongoing stressors. One of the biggest issues with negativity at work and in our personal lives seems to be ongoing stressors, the ones that we never seem to get around to fixing. For example, we come to work every day and something bothers us. Could be a coffee maker that acts up every morning. Could be a stressful left turn into the parking lot that always brings a rush of adrenaline every time you turn as cars come whizzing over the hill. Or it could be an issue with coworker. Here's the thing. If you don't deal with these stressors, they're going to keep happening. They won't just go away on their own. It seems obvious, but we get into these routines and struggle to break out of them. So identify what's stressing you out and just deal with it. Number two, quit social media. Social media has been one of the largest changes on society over the last 10 years. There are positives associated with it from a personal perspective. It's a great way to stay connected with friends, family, and other folks. From a business perspective, it's a great way to reach people, connect, and possibly form business relationships. But mounting evidence is showing that social media could be having a net negative impact on our lives. I'm certainly not saying that my own instance is the instance to follow, nor is it sufficient evidence, but for the last good bit of time, I've removed all social media from my phone. I haven't had a single friend on Facebook for a number of years, and the results have been positive. With humans, we have to be careful of our own tendencies. One tendency is to want engagement, but can there be too much engagement? It's up to you, but scrapping social media seems to have the effect of putting us in a more positive state of mind. Number three, stop watching the news. Just like social media, the news can make us crazy. There's very little value in watching the news every day. Do you remember what the news was five years ago? How about what the news was last year at this time? Or even last month? Or even last week? Or how about just yesterday? It doesn't matter. What matters are the things that have been around for a long time. For one year, five years, ten plus years. Those are the things that matter. The news is like social media. It's meant to evoke engagement in our brains, and our brains are wired to pay attention. And we have to fight that urge sometimes. When you stop watching, reading, and listening to the news, you start realizing how little impact it has on your life. And you have all this extra time and energy to spend on things that matter, like relationships, your passions, hobbies, work, and more. Number four is pay attention to industry trends. Building on the last two is one that might be one of the more difficult items to change. Business leaders often want to stay in tune with the latest trends, industry trends, business trends, all kinds of trends. But like news and social media, trends can make you a little off edge. They can take a lot of your attention, and your attention is one of the most valuable assets as a business leader. After reading numerous biographies, stories, and interviews of business leaders that have been successful, seems a common thread that they focused on the long term. Sure, many would look at trends, but they would often not be the first to jump on something. They like reading books. Books take a long time to write. 
Authors need to write about topics that will remain relevant, otherwise nobody will buy the book by the time it's printed. Focus on long-term trends and issues. Leave the rest of it for all those stuck in the present and in the past. Take more walks. We get caught being inside a lot of time these days, and walking is one of the best things you can do for the overall well-being of your team. Walk during your phone meetings, walk during one-on-one -on -one meetings with your team members, walk on your lunch break, park 15 minutes from the office and fit in 30 minutes of walking each day. Walking gets you in nature. Walking gives you time to think deeper about your life and your role in it. Schedule thinking time. Your schedule is probably full, full of busy work, meetings, calls, and things like that. But start prioritizing time for thinking, time to think about your business and its future. Big reason for negativity amongst leaders is the pressure to lead the company. It can sometimes feel like there's no time to think. You're too busy being busy. Take care of the issue by lessening your, the busy work on your schedule. Find a listening partner, someone that will only listen and not offer advice. We all need someone that can, we can confide in, perhaps a spouse, sibling, or coworker. Identify someone that will listen to your feelings, ask questions, and let you work through issues without offering advice. Nobody really likes advice. We like people that listen. Unfortunately, it's more difficult to find these people. Final thought. It's your job to bring positivity to the office. You can enforce it. You can control it for your team. What you can do is lead by example. Where you go, the team will go. Set the right tone by taking care of yourself. Tips above will help you get moving in the right direction.